Welcome back to the pregame podcast, guys. I'm the host, Jake Bortel. Here is my co-host, Jackson Galt. What's up, people? So today we have a good show for you guys. We're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to go over the games last week of the NFL, and we're going to give our awards for this week, our last week's NFL games. So let's go into it right now. Um, Tonight we have game one of the NBA Finals against the Lakers and the Heat. Jackson, what do you think today, buddy? Jake, on an excitement level, 1 to 10, 10 being the most excited, how ready are you for these finals? I am a 9.5. I'm more of like a 5. Really? Why? I feel like with basketball being so late in the year now, I'm already in football mode. Yeah. So it's hard for me to switch, you know? Well, I mean, your team's never in the playoffs, so I mean, it too. doesn't really help. The Detroit Pistons are definitely in a rebuild at this moment. But... When you look at it, like the NBA Finals is never on during football season. It's usually around summertime, so there's nothing else on, nothing to get in the way. And with it being like mid football season, because I like I go into a zone, dude. Yeah. Whenever football's on, that's all I'm about. I feel you. I mean, it's just got to think of this with this circumstances this year. You got to just look at it, and I mean, hey. I'm excited. We get to watch basketball. Tyler Hero, nice young star. Oh, yeah. No, this isn't to take anything away from the Lakers or the Heat. I love watching like both of them play. I probably like watching the Heat more because I like their guys. I just like their jerseys better. The Heat just they have a bunch of dogs. They do, uh, honestly. A bunch of underdogs. That's what they are. They all fight. They're all hungry. Jimmy Butler's always been one of my favorite players in the league. He's just so intense and He's about it, you know, and a great story as well. He is, honestly. So Miami making it a year before they planned, because this season, this was not the plan. No, next year they, was because they're getting that big superstar next year. They built this team to sign a Giannis next year. That's what this was intended for, not to be su- successful right away like they have been. And it makes you think, like, if they're competitive with the Lakers, is there any reason in going after a Giannis? I mean, yes, just because if you know you can get back there next year and you know the Lakers are possibly going to get back there next year if they keep AD and everybody, um, and your biggest loss this year, why you guys lost, is because you guys didn't have that big like you needed. Put him, put Giannis in there. He can guard AD. I don't know. I think Bam can guard AD. That's why, you know, originally I thought this is a sweep. I think the Lakers were going to sweep. Looking at it now, giving myself a little more time to think about the actual matchups. Jimmy Buckets and Jay Crowder are going to switch around, and Andre Iguodala are going to switch around on LeBron. So LeBron's never going to have an easy matchup. No. Of course, LeBron's always going to be the better player, but it's still there. he's going to get a bunch of looks thrown at him, kind of like what Dallas did the first year he was in Miami. Anthony Davis is going to be guarded by a top three defensive player of the year candidate, Bam Adebayo. Who's been great. He's been their leader. Yeah. Like, he's led the team. I know Jimmy Butler gets a lot of the praise. Bam's been the guy. Bam has been the guy. I mean, and when you look at it, Miami has way more depth than the Lakers. They have better shooters, too, honestly. I mean, I take Tyler Hero over Kyle Kuzma over Green. Dude, they have how many more shooters? Gordon Dragic, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. They've got guys all over the floor. They and do. Jay Crowder has been knocking it down. Yeah. So when you look at it, 
how is how are the Lakers going to go in and defend all those pieces that they have? You just better hope they make you better make your shots and this can very well look, all right. I have the Lakers in six games. Okay. I said but, Lakers earlier today. I put on my Snapchat Lakers in five. I think that's fair. I don't I really don't think you're wrong in that. And if the know. if it's a game they're gonna lose, it's gonna be tonight, game one. I feel like the Lakers are gonna come out they have had a break the lakers lose lakers lose tonight okay. because they've been on a, like on a slumpy break and the heat have been playing 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 and right i feel like they're just gonna they're a little bit they're in a better groove yeah so looking at who they've played so far the lakers in the playoffs went against the banged up trailblazers without dame when dame did play they lost <laughs> they lost game one they then went on and played Houston. They lost game one to Houston, and then they won in five against Denver. And they lost, lost one game. They lost the third game. Yep. You know, so I think that they very well could lose the first game here. With the Heat, how they're playing together, beating the Celtics the way they did, Like I feel like that didn't have to be as close to series as it had to be. But... It's. I think it's been a great run for Miami. I think that the Lakers win. It adds to LeBron's legacy because this is a hard championship because there's no home court advantage. No, not at all. And there's no fans screaming and everything like that. Exactly. So, I mean, hey. So, props to LeBron and the Lakers, especially AD. Um, One thing I'm kind of interested in, is there any way Anthony Davis leaves this offseason? So, if the Lakers win this ring, right? Yeah. That gives LeBron his fourth. Anthony Davis is first. Yep. Anthony Davis has been snubbed by a he didn't win defensive player of the year, that went to Giannis. Yep. Whenever the Lakers, their teammates alone are talking about MVP, the only guy they bring up is LeBron. And you can argue Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis is, is the, the leader biggest of the reason. team. He's the biggest reason, I think. Look, LeBron's he's old he's a lot older now. He's thirty six. He's not the GOAT. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but he's whenever he plays, it seems like he's kind of going through the motions and you know, he doesn't really have to be playoff LeBron like what we're used to. He's not putting up these thirty point triple doubles. He'll put up like cool twenty six seven seven. Yeah. But it's not very noticeable, like it usually has been. The guy that's taking your breath away is Anthony Davis. When he hit that game-winning shot. Exactly. And he's yelled the, Kobe afterwards. Like, come on. He's the reason they are where they are right now. So maybe Davis gets a little bit jealous. Yeah. Which I could so see. You know, I'd, I'd feel kind of slighted if I was – because I think Davis is better than LeBron at this point. I agree. I think that if you're building a team around one or the two for one season – I'd rather have Anthony Davis. And that's nothing against LeBron. They're both top five players in the league. It's just, I don't know. So I think that's something to look at, personally. But um, that was a lot longer of a segment than what I thought it would be. I agree, yeah. But um, you, do you want to go ahead? We're going to go ahead and go into week three NFL recap mode. So let's start off with the first game of the week, the Miami Dolphins visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um. <laughs> 
Not a great week for Minshew Mania, guys. Fitzmagic came out and just was balling. And it's not even we're not even saying just Fitzmagic as like a joke. It was Fitzmagic. Yeah, he he went out there and he balled out. And he's he's had two good games. The one game at New England, that's rough for everybody that goes to New England, you know? So Miami's in at one and two now. They go up against Seattle this week, so I don't think they can keep the ball rolling. But they had a really good showing. Yeah, I so agree. Props to them. Uh, DJ Shark was out for Minshew. That I think that had a significant impact on his game plan. Obviously, with him being in the lineup, things might have been a little bit different. But Jacksonville's defense is as bad as what we thought it would be. Um, James Robinson, their running back, really solid, along with Gaskins from Miami. I was impressed by the both of them. Uh, Jacksonville didn't really lose much and quitting on Leonard Fournette. Just a wasted pick. Hopefully that organization can take advantage of the picks. And this is something I saw about two, three weeks ago because people were talking about Garner. I think it was after week one, after his 19 and 20 performance. Yep. If you're the Bears, do you go make a run at Minshew in the offseason? I mean, I would. I mean, i take him over. I don't know. Depends how big how, Nick Foles does. I mean, the <laughs> tripod, dude, just comes out there and just lumps on somebody. I don't know. I feel like it's a good it's a good idea if their quarterbacks just, don't pan I, out. I feel you. you know, all the Bears need on offense is average. That's all they need. They've been so terrible, and they've still been like a competent team. Like, you can't mess around with them. They're 3-0 this year. They're 3-0, a weird 3-0. I think they're probably the worst 3-0 team in the league. Yeah. But maybe Nick Foles brings a culture change that Mitchell Mitchell kind of has an aura whenever you watch him play, and it's not in a good way. It's whenever you see that team come out on the, on the field, you are not threatened at all. At least with Nick Foles, guy kind of has an aura around him, you know? Super Bowl champion. He went out there. He was played great before he's played great ball before yeah something mitchell can't really say and he has a gunslinging mentality great he's a nickname he's a big guy too you know yeah when when you see mitchell like mitchell's kind of built but he looks more like doughboy you know what i mean like he looks like a seven-year-old nick Foles looks like a grown man he's ready to go so maybe he can bring an attitude to the team as well that I feel like the defense could have a lot better attitude as well. So um, I'm not going to lie. I think Chicago can be a solid team. They might win the division. We'll see. But um, I thought that was a decent thought. Even if – because if Nick Foles is just mediocre, I still think I would take Gardner Minshew over him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to see. Um, Next, let's go into – we got Washington at Cleveland. So – um. I mean, Cleveland won this game. Couple takeaways. Couple takeaways. Um, one is that Chase Young left the game early with a groin injury. Not sure how that one's looking right now. If it's a serious groin injury, could be out for the rest of the se- like a few weeks or maybe the season. So we don't know yet. I'm sure. I hope he's okay. I We're do too. Miss the predator out there. Oh yeah. Um, takeaway from this game: the Cleveland Browns have an identity. Running the football. They need to run the ball and keep it out of Baker's hands. And that's nothing against Baker, but it is. 
Baker is not going to win the game throwing 30 times. He's no. not one of those guys. I've, he's like a Minshew, man. He Baker is. in Chicago, that'd be fine. They need to run the ball. They have two top 15 talent backs, maybe top 10 backs in their in the league. They easily have the best duo out of anybody. Oh, 100%. They have a solid receiving core, but they don't really utilize it because they don't. So, stat I saw. When Baker Mayfield throws less than 26 times, the Browns are 6-1. and one. Okay. All right. When not, not as pretty. When Baker doesn't – when you don't throw all the load on Baker, that te- that's a solid team, man. But the thing is – what I have a problem saying is, can the defense keep it up? Can Baker at least keep them in games? Can the can they lean on the running game? You know, yeah. There's going to be teams where you can't run on, and then you're forced to rely on Baker. You can't rely on that. No. So I was interested in that. Um, to point to Washington, um, they got Terry McLaurin, who I think Terry McLaurin talent wise is top. 15 receiver in the league. I agree. He's great. Um, Quarterback. It's early, all right? It's early, but Dwayne Haskins looks horrendous. Yeah, he's not getting a lot of pre- time in the – like. He's That's just, true. He's not getting a lot of time. He's getting – just throw the ball early when he doesn't want to. Got away. He's not letting his receivers do it there. He's not their, making reads. No, he's not. He's just kind of – He's inaccurate, something that we didn't really see at Ohio State. And that is a big part. That offensive line is dreadful, and I do give him that. But watching the game, he's just missing guys. and it hurts. It hurts to watch. So hopefully he can pick it up. Hopefully they pick up some linemen. They don't – I hope they don't just bail on him immediately, but, you know, it's, it's a really rough look. It is, honestly, and it sucks to see as an Ohio State fan. Yeah. Uh. We touched on the Bears. They went to Atlanta. So Atlanta is dominating the game. Yep. All game. Third quarter, or fourth quarter comes. Nick Foles comes into the game for Mitchell Trubisky and leads an incredible comeback. Again. Again. If Dude, if I'm an Atlanta fan, I am retiring <laughs> from football for the I'm, rest of the year. I'm calling... For the coach's head, oh, I want him out. How is it Wednesday and he, Dan Quinn has a job? I don't know. I wonder if they're giving him who they play this week. The Atlanta Falcons go up against the Green Bay Packers. All right, so he's definitely Monday out of a job. He's definitely out of a job so after this week. Are they just waiting for national television for the whole world to be like, no, you guys are a joke? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you gotta look at this, like. National television was a Super Bowl. They choked the Super Bowl. Um, two weeks last week they played Dallas. That I mean, choked. everybody saw that. Everyone saw that one. Choked. Last week they played. Or yep, last the week they played the Bears. National television, but come on, choked. It's over. It's get him out of there. Dan Quinn should not be a head coach in the NFL. Who? Who? I have a question for you now. Who lasts longer, Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn or Adam Gase? I know what you're gonna say, Dan. Quinn. <laughs> uh, Adam Gase is gone by Thursday. Um, if so, they win, I think they fire him on the field. They call down, and if they lose, if they Thursday. lose, if they're no, if they're losing in the fourth quarter, they call down that during the, in the press box. 
It's kind of like, hey, um, just want to let you know you're fired, so you can just kind of leave. Oh, uh, what basketball player was it? He's playing a game mid-game. He got traded on the trade deadline. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's, he played the rest of the game. There's been baseball players that will do that. They'll be playing the game, and during the game, they'll get traded, and they'll come out of the game and just leave. Yeah, that's incredible to me. But, um, yeah, Atlanta, really tough to be a Falcons fan, like always. Jack was a bully to an um, Atlanta fan this week. We were walking into Cold Stone, and he goes, Oh, be careful there, buddy. The guy walking into us, he was like, oh, my bad. I was like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry for you, buddy. You know, I feel your pain, my guy. After week one being a Lions fan, I feel your pain. Um, Let's go ahead. Next game. The Rams go to Buffalo. This is one of the best games of the week. Buffalo was dominating the whole game. Then the Rams surge back, have the lead, and MVP caliber quarterback Josh Allen leads them down and wins. Oh, yeah, After a terrible defensive Oh, there's pass, pass interference call. call. No, no, there's no pass interference in that one. Absolutely none. None. Terrible call, but you know hey, that's how the NFL is. All the props to Buffalo. Still, I mean, three and zero. Who thought? Jo- I, I think I was wrong. I'm coming out wrong a lot this year. Josh Allen is a guy. He's he- been incredible this season. So props to Josh and the. This offseason, I don't know if it's just the Stefan Diggs edition. I think it is. But he obviously he's been working, so props to him. I mean, um, this, here's here's my biggest thing. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Here's my biggest thing is why they're 3-0. Now, you might laugh at me because of this, but I think it's the real reason. So last year, they were playing. Cole Beasley was number 10. Oh, my God. Doesn't like that number, you know. doesn't In Dallas, number 11 all the time. Number 10 up in Buffalo. Doesn't like that number. This year, changes his number to 11, dude's balling. So, maybe that is the reason is why Cole they're... Beasley done? Hey, you stop it. Right now, stop <laughs> disrespecting him. He is a great player. One of the best slot receivers in the league. Stop disrespecting him. All right, what else do you have to anyway, say in this game? Uh, There's nothing to take against the Rams. Rams played a great football game. Jared Goff looked good. Offense looked good. Defense. Aaron just... Donald's just on Freaking monster. Aaron Downs a monster. The rest of the defense did not play as that. No. So they need to get it together. But on the road, it's a tough place to play in Buffalo, even without fans. No. So I, th- I still think the Rams are one of the best teams in the league. I agree. Up next, uh, Titans visit the Minnesota Vikings. This has a lot more implications just from that game. Uh, comes out, Tennessee Titans have multiple positive tests of COVID-19. Thank Five. It's up to five players now and nine per four personnel. Four personnel. So their game with the Pittsburgh Steelers has been postponed, as Jake said, to Monday night or Tuesday night. It's Monday. Right? I've heard Monday night from one person, but Mike Tomlin came out and said it's probably Monday night. Yeah, they said Monday night. So here's the thing: is that everyone's saying it's televised on CB. It was supposed to be televised on CBS or NBC, one of those two. Okay. And they're not going to put it on Monday night because they don't like giving up TV right. thing. So are they going to make it a game where it's nationally televised Monday night and compete with what M- going to be and uh, compete with ESPN? What I think they should do is this double header. Yes, put it or at no have it early. Put it at four o'clock on Monday. Monday night at or Monday at four. 
and have it go into the Monday, Monday night, night football game. game. That'd be great. But I don't know if they'll do that. But if it's not, do they make it nationally televised? I think they have. To. Sometimes they do not, and just make it regionally. Well, that would suck. It would. Well, good thing we have our plugs out there. The exactly. Stuff with the games. But um, anyway, other than that, so the Titans go out and they won against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, some takeaways from this. Derrick Henry finally got in the end zone. Ryan Tannehill played a good game, 350 yards. Derrick Henry went off. Dalvin Cook went off. But the biggest takeaway is from probably the second best rookie wide receiver in this draft. I say second because he's behind my boy C.D. Lamb. Justin Jefferson is a baller, everybody. He had a day. Seven from 175 and a touch. Dude went went crazy. They moved him out wide, and they gave him the targets he needed to succeed, and he took took full advantage of him. Oh, yeah, he did. Props to Justin Jefferson. Jake's been writing home about him all offseason in preseason. So. Watched him at LSU in the national championship game. Played really well. I mean, I think he had he, they, he had a ton of touchdowns one game, I think. I can't remember. Is that the game Joe threw like seven or something? Yeah, I think he had five of them because like, he kept counting on his fingers how many touchdowns he had. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, so Minnesota's got their new number two. Props to them. Uh, Kirk Cousins still isn't a good quarterback. That defense is really bad. They're going to have a long season ahead. I now, think Kirk Cousins need to take take back that comment he made. If I die, that? I die. Uh, Minnesota is now last in the division. Oh, Jesus. So we're going to get one more game in. Uh, Raiders move to New England and take on the Patriots. Uh, this game was just full-on domination from beginning to end. Cam Newton really didn't have to do a lot to no. win this game. Which, which really sucks for me and you because yeah. we have him in fantasy. I mean, didn't do much for us. So. Screwed me over. Put up 12 points when he's averaging 25 going in. And Rex Burkett I- had a great day, though. Bill Belichick and his stupid committee approach. It's the death of me. Yeah. Rex Burkhead went out, balled out at like three touchdowns. I guarantee next week he does nothing. No, next week I it might be, It'll be Sony, Sony Michelle, Michelle or James White. Guy, Bill Belichick will go to a grocery store and bump into this guy who looks like he... Oh, you look like you could play a running back. Like, Dude, I need a running back this week. You down? Sure. So I can Send me to a year deal, so... So, uh, New England's legit because I don't think the Raiders are a bad team, but uh, they didn't play well. Mm-mm. They came in 2 0. But you know who did have a touchdown? Who had a touchdown? Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro is a, a good football player, a bad fantasy player. In my yeah, opinion. I would never pick him up in fantasy. If so, you pick him up in fantasy, your team must really suck. So, all right, we're going to have a live read. We will be back. This is a pregame podcast. If you're in need of top of the line lawn care service, look no further than Three Bros. Call 419 262 4434. That is 419 262 4434 for an estimate today. When you need a mow, call a bro. Three Bros and a mower for all your lawn care and garden needs. Welcome back to the pregame podcast, baby. The Detroit Lions came out and won a football game. This is a game I thought we would actually lose going into the season. We went into Arizona, 
and said, Kyler Murray? Kyler, who? I don't care who you are. I'm going to pick you off three times. And you know what else is three? The third overall pick, Jeffrey Okuda. This guy did not have a single bad play during the game. He went out there, had his first NFL career in reception, looked like Darrell Revis on steroids. You didn't have one bad play? Not a single bad play anyone can think of ever. I mean, I can think of one. The number three overall pick is a stud. Stafford played very well. Adrian Peterson looks like 2011 Adrian Peterson. This team's just where it needs to be now. Uh, 14 and 2 probably is what I reckon will finish. I'm very excited for the future. Let's go ahead and keep on moving on. I don't have anything else to say. I think that Arizona might lose out now, though. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So Jeffrey Okuda got his ankles taken by Kyler Murray, hit a nasty move, and scored a touchdown over Jeffrey Okuda just made him f- basically fall. It was one of the best like plays I've ever seen. So I that's mean, weird because the only thing I th- thought Jeffrey Okuda, I thought if anything, Jeffrey Okuda took the ball from Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler didn't take anything from Jeffrey. He did, dude. He took his Jeffrey ankles. Jeffrey took the ball. Dude, he took his ankles. <laughs> you know it too. So uh, to be honest, though, I really could not care if the Lions win or not. Um, I think the season's still lost personally. I think we're probably a five and eleven, six and ten franchise. I think Patricia and Bob Quinn should be fired soon. I wish they were fired last week. I get why not, but um we play the Saints at home at one o'clock on Sunday. I'm expecting a loss. Mo- every game this year I'm expecting a loss going. <laughs> That's basically all I can say. Um up next. 49ers, Nick Mullins, goes into the New York MetLife Stadium, plays the Giants. Uh, Giants suck. There's not much to talk about. No. Basically, without the Saquon, Giants suck, so Saquon, they that's no offense. basically the Giants talk for this week. Yeah, for real. Uh, Nick Mullins looks like a solid quarterback. Giants should consider trading for him. All right, that's fine. And uh, Yeah, 49ers came out, had something to prove, played well, even though half their team's hurt. Yeah. All right, well, the next game. Next game, we have the most electrifying game almost of the year, I think. That's a terrible team. Dude, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Philadelphia Eagles tie at 23 apiece. Dude, electric. Like, I don't know. This this might be the worst game I've ever seen in football. Like, uh, while this game was on, one of the TVs switched over to rugby. And yeah. I started just watching that instead of the overtime of this game because it was so bad. Carson Wentz. This, I was wrong again. I think he got booed off the field again. Carson Wentz is playing awful football, Jacob. And you called it going into the season. Yep. I thought there's just a little sense of sarcasm or, you know. But in reality, he's playing like a really just bad quarterback. He's terrible, dude. He actually has been terrible, which no one else I didn't I really did not see coming at all. I know he doesn't have anyone to throw to like that. Dallas Goddard's hurt. He's on IR. But man, they look rough. And um shout out anybody of this game, Joe Burrow. One step closer there to his first win. Joe Burrow took a shot this weekend, dude. Oh, yeah. He honestly, I thought he was going to die in the field. 
Dude got hit. I'm like, he's gone. Went off the field for a game, came back, said, let's play some football. Yeah, Joe Burrow showed Took him down, won the, and scored the, like, tying game, I think, tied the game up. Carson went to tie the game up. Oh, he did. But he, I mean, he scored the ball. He scored the rock, so. Yeah, Joe Burrow looks good. He's going to be a good player in the league as long as they can protect him. Higby had another good game. T. Higgins played well. Yep. Our Higgins, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Houston yeah. travels to Pittsburgh, and uh, Pittsburgh wins the game. They basically dominated. Houston's probably the best 0-3 team in the league. Yeah. If I guess. Uh, Watson, he's had a really just tough go of it. Has nobody else on the team to really help him. No, Defense no looks flat, too. So, uh, Pittsburgh, good, out- good outing for them. Defensively, they played really well. Offense looked solid enough. Deontay Johnson's in concussion protocol. Hopefully he can come back for the Monday or Tuesday night game. But, yeah, um, Pittsburgh defense is great. Offense could use some getting, I don't know. I don't know what they're missing. Maybe quarterback play could be a little better. But, I mean, hey. Yeah, Pittsburgh is a top five team. Ben's been playing good when he doesn't have something on his mind. So. <laughs> Um, going into the next game, the two worst teams in the NFL are both placed in New York. The New York Jets face the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. And, man, this was ugly. It was ugly quick. Pretty sure first possession, Darnum threw a pick he six. He did threw a pick six. Yeah, I, stole a, I saw a stat today that said that the Green Bay Packers have scored 37 points in each of their games. If you combined each score of the first three weeks for the uh, New York Jets, it equals 37. So, I mean, they're really bad at football. They uh, Do Jets fans exist? And if they do, Please why? contact the show. We'll do a live <laughs> show where you can tell us what and why you are a fan of the Jets. Yeah, because like being a Lions fan... I get some of the pain, but the Jets, man. Jesus. It's bad. Uh, you know, free Sam Darnold of Adam Gase. You know, everyone wrote Ryan Tannehill off, and then he's been really good for Tennessee. So somebody please free that, man. He could really use it. Uh, Coles look good. You know, I'm not giving him a ton of props for Kicking the crap out of the Colt, out of the Jets. I mean, yeah, I mean, you really can't say much right now. I, I feel just say like our want... local, I feel like our local high school team would <laughs> mop the Jets. Yeah, so. uh, Carolina gets their first win of the season against Justin Air Bear in the Chargers. Congratulations, Matt Rule, on your first win. Hey, if Keenan Allen throws a little, a little closer to Austin Eckler, that's a touchdown in the Chargers. Different saying for this game, but um. Yeah, Air or Bear. is it on Austin Eckler because he can't catch a football? Austin Eckler had thirty fantasy points, so he begs to differ. Uh, yeah, good win for Carolina. Still a bad, really bad team. Yeah, I mean, do you look at this now? Be like, after knowing what Cam's been doing this year, do you look at him like, should we really let go of Cam Newton? I don't really. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't think you're still. I don't think you're necessarily good if you have Cam Newton, but. Signed to a one-year deal, prove a deal. Yeah, I mean that's you know, what they did. If they'd have just done that, because Teddy Brit, 
you're going to tell me Teddy Bridgewater is the future of this franchise? No, I think they. I think they draft. No, they didn't draft anybody. So I mean, I think they're in the sweepstakes for a quarterback for the draft. I think this is one of the worst teams in the league, right next to the two New York teams. I agree. So that's just me personally. So Carolina, good win. I don't expect very many more. Nope. Uh, Chargers, I expect better days in the future. That's if, about it. If they get their quarterback back, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Absolutely not. Air Bears the guy, man. Did he win his job? I'm just telling you, Air Bears the guy. All right. Tampa Bay going into Denver. Denver was on their third string quarterback. Yeah. And when they had um, Locke, then it went to my boy uh, Jeff. Jeff Driscoll, and then now it's some Boise State rookie, I, I believe. I have no idea what this guy's name is. I don't really care the learned. Either. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, they're in the, <laughs> this Thursday night game is going to be atrocious this, this week. This isn't what we expected from Denver. We, no. I thought Denver would be a really good team. I did too. It just sucks with injuries. I mean, Corlin, or is it Sutton that's out for the rest Corlin of the year? Corlin Sutton's on IR. Um, this is something interesting. Thursday is going to mark the first Thursday night football game. We're both teams going 0-3. Jeez. So there you go. Um, Denver. You know what I hope? I hope they tie. I honestly hope they tie. I hope it's a 3-3 three to three tie. Or like, <laughs> I hope they tie 0-0. Zero, zero. I, 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 I hope they tie 0-0. Zero, zero. No, I want four safeties. I want it to be like 4-4. Four to four. That'd be incredible. <laughs> but um, Denver, they. Dude, what if someone wins 3 nothing? I think it's going 3 nothing. It's very incompetent offenses, but I think the Jets' defense is worse. That's why I think the, yeah. that the Broncos do win. I agree. But uh, Tampa Bay looked okay. They, they're going to be a good team. Their defense is surprisingly very good. Um, Tom Brady looks fine. Gronk got some targets. Yeah, I think they did. he did that on purpose. I think he threw it to him on purpose. Mike Evans, two catches, Ooh. two yards, Ooh. two and touchdowns. Tunnies. So... See, he had a fancy relevant day for only having two catches, so I'll take it. But uh, yeah, Tampa's gonna be a good team. Actually, uh, midseason prediction: I think Tampa wins the division. Ooh, I can see that too. Honestly, um, this is gonna be a tough one. Next game, we have the Dallas Cowboys against the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks won. Jake, That's all we have to say. What did you think was going into this, into the year? Pre-game predictions: Who would you have winning this game? Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, any sensible human being would have been saying Seattle was going to yeah, win this I game. Yeah, I know. You know, so you have to go in with the mindset. You play the 2-1 Oh, Browns. I did. I had a mindset that we were going to lose this game. I mean, we kept it yeah. close. I mean. Hey, that's all you can ask for. Russell Wilson's the MVP. It's hard to keep up with. It is, yeah. Especially when your secondary is playing so bad, but. I mean, it'd be nice because, you know, uh, Earl Thomas is still out there from Dallas, went to Texas. You know, that'd be really nice if we picked him up. But you know what? Jerry Jones says he's not worth it. it. So Dallas has a lot to be desired, but I think they'll still right the ship and win the division. Uh, Seattle. I mean, you have to to win probably five games to win our division this year. I don't think you're so far off. No, I'm not. That's the sad part. How... What is the lowest amount of wins to win the division in the NFC East? I'm being serious. Eight. Thank you. You think eight's minimum? Uh, you think the Giants could win eight? You think uh, Washington and you think Philly could win eight games? Okay, fine. Probably seven or six or seven. 
I'm playing. I'm saying seven just to be generous for the Cowboys. Hopefully, you win with more. the tie. Yeah, because that makes a difference. Because a I think I think Washington and the Giants are out. Philly's the only team, even though they're zero three, they're the only team you can see right the ship. Who's Philly play this week? The Eagles. I'll let you know, but they're the only team that has a chance at riding the ship. If they are, they play the Niners at San Francisco. All right, come on, Niners, let's get a win, baby. Look, if the Eagles are as if they play like they do like this the rest of the year and Carson Wentz is just bad now. Yeah. Dude, I could see a six-win team <laughs> win the division. Dude, that'd be so sad. Like, dude, as a Cowboys fan, this is the worst division of football. It's not even fun to watch sometimes, like, our division. Right now, we're in, we're in tied for first place at one and two. If you look at any other team's like, this is the worst division I've seen in my history of watching football. Yeah, I mean it's terrible, guys. It's here. Now, look, I'm not saying Dallas is going to go six and ten and win division. I think they finish at least above five hundred. Personally, but Nine man, that is the worst division in football. <laughs> so not bad. even close. I worse in it. a decade. Yeah. So, uh, NFC East, wish the Lions were in NFC there. NFC least. For real. Uh, so night football, Green Bay Packers go to New Orleans Saints. Uh, Green Bay wins without their one of their best receivers. Without Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers playing good receiver. football. Yeah. Hard for me to say that. Drew Brees still looks meh. Aaron Rodgers is dropping dimes and suck at signs, you know. <laughs> Alvin. Uh, Drew Brees, man. I ordered that shirt today for you, by the way. Absolutely not. Dude, I, will, I swear, I got I'll it. I'll burn that shirt. I, I actually ordered the shirt, though. So the Saints... Uh, when do you consider a quarterback? If they lose in Detroit, are you considering Jameis Winston to come out there and no. play? Why not? Because Jameis Winston is not going to play. It's going to be my guy, <laughs> Taysom Hill, baby. Let's go. Look, Bring him in. The savior. Look, I think that we will. All right. So the Saints, are they or are they not Super Bowl contenders? I think you'd be wrong to say no right now. They are. Okay. But here's my thing. They're a wild card. Right? They're a wild card team. I think they can still win the division. All right. You said they were gonna win the division. I don't think I don't think they win the division. But I think they still can. Okay, okay. Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning, his last year, the year they won the Super Bowl. Peyton was out a couple weeks and Brock Osweiler was quarterback and played well. Do we see that with Drew Brees in his last year? We already it's definite. Yeah. This is the last year. Okay. You have Janus Winston on the bench. Dude, what if Jameis goes out there and throws like Brees last year missed games. And they went six and oh. They won all those games. Yeah. And then he came back and he wasn't flat the rest of the year. I mean, maybe. I don't know. That's Brees might have to take a couple weeks off. With like some sort of injury, and have Jameis go out there and play good football for him, and then have him ready for the playoffs. Then I don't think I'm reaching. I don't well, think I'm necessarily I mean, honestly, reaching. now you're talking. I don't think you are either. I mean, it'd be a good one because if Drew Brees plays the whole season, his arms already in, his arms a noodle. Week arms three. are weak. Arms weak. Week three. Guy's old. He's not going to be able. It's unsustainable. Legs weak. Arm spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, that's right. So 
it's close. Bowling. It's close enough. Close enough. So, look, M&M's If you anyways. see a Jameis Winston sighting this year, do not be surprised. If you listen to the podcast, you already know. And honestly, the funny thing is, he throws the ball to Norland Saints more than he did last year. He already knows who to throw the yeah. ball to. He so, might get confused if they play Tampa Bay, but I mean, you never know. Even then. So, look, Jameis Winston signing, I would put money on it happening this year. Uh, now for the most colossal waste of time. <laughs> for the, uh, All right, it wasn't that bad a game. Okay, but it, you're it just only, the reason you're saying that is because you had Mark Andrews and he can't catch a football. Is Mark Andrews the new this not Eric Ebron? Shut up. So, Kansas City goes into Baltimore and just absolutely spanks him. Lamar Jackson comes – 34-20. Lamar Jackson comes out after the game and says, Kansas City's our kryptonite. Now, do you look at that and say – if you're a defensive coordinator and a head coach, you guys meet up and say, all right, so what are they doing to mess with them? Now, what? this isn't what the Chiefs are doing. They stole what the Titans did to them in the playoffs. Honestly, it and is. That's how they're playing. You get ahead, they're going to still – like most of their plays that um, Baltimore ran were run plays when they were down. So. Absolutely. That's Baltimore's MO. And look, you can overreact all you want. Oh, Baltimore can't come back. Well, the thing is, they rarely have to. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, it's his second year. So well, to third go year. His third year, but last year's his first full year starting. He That's only played true. half of first season. Look, Lamar Jackson's still getting into it. What other third year player other than Mahomes is like this? All right. I mean, so two and oh. Give a guy some time. Peyton Manning didn't win a Super Bowl for damn near a decade. So I'm I am a believer in Lamar. Just give him some time. He's gonna learn to come back. He just he hasn't had the deal with no. It. He's yeah, had the, five games so in his career did, where he's did, had to come back. Who does back. Baltimore play this week? They play the Washington football team. So they're gonna mop the floor with them. Washington's gonna get blown out. Take the over take the points, dude. Take the over and the points, yeah. Take Baltimore in the points. They're going to mop the floor. I don't care what it is. Even if it's an 11-point spread, take Baltimore. Take, yeah, honestly, I think it's in Baltimore, too. They are ready to go. They're After getting embarrassed on Monday Night Football, everybody's coming for everyone's neck. Baltimore is going to unify as a team, and they're, I think they still finish with 13 or 14 wins. I agree. So, And look, I thought Baltimore was the best team in football. Kansas City is the best team, man. I told you. The Chiefs are it. They're the standard. Best quarter, second best quarterback in the league. Okay. You know? Keep talking. Defense is legit. Something that Seattle can't say. And they have, I mean, Clyde Edwards Lair. That's a guy. Did he He's get a, a touchdown this week? Didn't have to. He's oh. Sick. You know who did get a touchdown this week? Who got it? Eric Fisher. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up the fullback. Yeah, Eric, oh, and the fullback, too. <laughs> Eric Fusher and Anthony Sherman both scored a touchdown. The for Shermanator. The in, within five yards. That should be his nickname, the Shermanator. Awesome. I think he shouldn't have a nickname. I think he should just play fullback and never touch the ball again. Um, I look, man, Andy Reid, his play-calling ability mixed with Patrick Mahomes' talent. Unreal. Unreal. So, Chiefs, man, best team in football. 
Let's go ahead. Uh, Let's get to our awards real quick. Here's our awards. MVP, I got Russ. Russ. It's I hard think. for me to say Russ. I think yeah. he's just a baller, dude. Russ won. Mahomes two. Allen three. Russ, Mahomes, Allen probably two, yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is coming up too. He's like through him. I think actually I'll give Aaron Rodgers tied with Josh Allen. I think they're right there. So, uh, comeback player, I, th- I still think it's Cam. Cam. Who's coach of the year? I think it has to be Andy Reid. Andy Reid's just been. Yeah, Andy Reid. His play Reed. calling's been incredible. The team's always Could coming out ready to go. Could you say, who's the team we didn't think are going to be? Three Bill Belichick. Belichick. They're 2-1, though. But yeah. still, who thought? With everybody opting out on that defense, losing all those guys in free agency, I didn't think they'd be as good as they are. I think New England's a top five team in the league. Yeah, I agree. I do. We'll do that in but a minute. But I, I still have Andy Reid with the okay. award. Offensive rookie of the year? Joe Burrow. Yeah, bro. I don't think that's a question. No. Uh, I can tell you defensive. Defensive, we don't Jeff know. Jeff Okuda. Jeff, yeah, he's funny. <laughs> Jeff Okuda with the pick, baby. Give me him. And his ankle's taken. Um, what else is there? Most improved. Most improved. Josh Allen, not even close. Yeah, Allen. I don't think it's an actual NFL award, but that's just. Worst coach? Gase. Uh, it's Gase. Yeah. Worst team? Jets? Giants? I think it's. I think the Jets are worse. Um, with worst coach. So we say Gase right away. Dude, Dan Quinn should really because that's not a zero and three. Honestly, Dan Quinn because honestly with the should. Jet, so all right, with the Jets, right? When you're talking about them, what do you expect anything more than zero and three about them? No, you don't, right? No, Jets. You expect to be zero and three at this time. Atlanta. If you tell me they have this lead in the second week of the year at halftime, that they're going to lose that game. What about the next week? That's two weeks in a row. He's done this. Look. Hey, you they can they can't blame it on oh they didn't know the rules and they Yeah, that's know, terrible. They, they can't blame Dan it on Quinn, that. I you know, Adam Gase is easy pick. I think that's obvious. But his team's worse. I agree, dude. It's so bad. Atlanta has a okay team. Their offense is good. Atlanta has a good offense. Their I don't their defense isn't good. I'll give you that, but they have a competent offense, and they're just losing games, easy win, winnable games. So, give me Dan Quinn as the worst coach. I think he should be fired before Gase. I think Gase. Should I just be, asked you that question like five minutes ago, and you're like, "No, Gase." I had to think about it, dude. Look, I think they should be fired five minutes between each other. She said. I think Dan Quinn should be fired, and then. Right after seeing that, all right, Gase, get out of here. I think they should have each other call each other, but hey, you're fired. No, you're fired first. They'll have a little committee together. They'll have a little pity party. Like, oh, man, I'm bad. Well, me too. And then Patricia's like, where's my invite? And then they'll be like, oh, well, Detroit's incompetent and can't fire you yet. So we'll see you after the season. See you, buddy. So, all right. So I think that's going to do it for this Oh, top five teams. Top five teams. teams. All right. Number one. Kansas City. Kansas City. Number two. Number two, I got Baltimore. So. Seattle. I still have Baltimore. Seattle. Baltimore's better. Better team. Okay. Seattle's defense isn't as good. I got Seattle three, though. 
Three's uh, no, 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 no. I Green Bay jumped them. Green Bay jumped Seattle. I don't. My okay, you your five and I'll do my five because like I don't feel like one. I got the Chiefs. Two, I got Baltimore. Three, I got Green Bay. Four, I got Seattle. Five, I got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh slash New England. One, Kansas Chiefs. Yep. Two, Seattle. Okay. Three, Green Bay. Four, Ravens. Five, Pittsburgh. All right, that's fair. I mean, just because that defense. Do you have New England in your top ten? Yeah, New England's probably like six. I think that's fair. Do New Chicago. They're probably like. Whoa, seven. whoa, whoa! What am I doing? I'm all right. I'm still gonna have New England above them, but the Bills deserve to be in the conversation. Bills, yeah, they're in there still. Yeah, the Bills deserve it, man. They do. They're a bunch of dogs. They're like six or seven. Yeah. All right. They're a top ten team. So. I think we're ready to go. All right. Think? Do you else? have anything else to add? What's your prediction for Thursday night? <laughs> Thursday night football. The Denver Broncos head into MetLife. Play Sam Darnold against this Boise State nobody. <laughs> I don't know. I think he went to Boise State. Denver Denver's going to win this game, dude. Adam right. Gase gets fired at half. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to talk about baseball or no? I mean, baseball is in there in the postseason. The Reds basically. just played the longest game, had three <laughs> winning. Uh, they're in position to win the game three times in overtime and lost. So that's oh, all also say. news of the NBA: Doc Rivers has been fired as the Los uh, Angeles Clippers yeah. coach. Yeah, they parted ways. They parted ways. He was fired. Dude. Look, I dude. Paul, I think it's Paul George's life mission to make the Rivers family's lives hell. It is, dude. Honestly, <laughs> dude's a jerk to him, dude. So, shout out Paul George. Very toxic. CP3. <laughs> CP3. I mean, you can't call him. PG-13, PG-13. Baby. He's like, he's G now, right? He's G-rated Dude, now. Doc Rivers should go to New Orleans and coach Zion. That's all I have to say about the matter. Where did he go today? He met somebody today, I think. Couldn't tell you. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the pregame podcast. Catch us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts. That's where you'll find us. Give us a rating, follow. And give us a rating. Even if you don't listen to the podcast, give us a five. five star, dude. Come on, be, be respectful. Hey, if you like the podcast, tell a friend. Post us on your social medias. Tag us. We'll like it. We'll, you know what? We might be doing something special if you. Do something. If you give us a shout out on your Snapchat, you might be you might get some you might get something from Jackson. You might, you might get, get a some, three bros merchandise. Yeah. Jackson might give you ten dollars too if you do that. So <laughs> give us a shout out. Jackson will give you ten dollars. Jackson never admitted to any of this. Jackson will give you a dollar, so <laughs> Jackson will give you a really a whole lot of respect. Yeah, we'll give you respect. <laughs> I don't know about the money right now. So just like have fun, guys. Thanks Follow us listening. on Instagram, Jackson Galt uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Jake Jacob Bortel. Bortel 35 on Instagram and Twitter. Snaps yeah. Bortel35. What's yours, buddy? <laughs> Don't get us on Snapchat. Why? That's what we were supposed to. Don't follow me on Snapchat. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. You're a loser. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. This has been the Pregame Podcast. See you guys.